Rockin' Royal, uh, uh, Rockin' Navy, uh, uh, know y'all with me, uh, uh, let's get it, baby, uh, Rockin' Royal, uh, Rockin' Navy, uh, know you with me, let's get it, baby, boys just came back from their mission, we going crazy. Welcome back to another edition of the Cougar Beat Podcast, signing day edition. It's the early signing day as we're making our long trip uh, up and down the Wasatch Front, trying to collect roughly about two dozen BYU signees on this in this early signing period, and more coming because recruiting never stops, and in the era of the transfer portal, it stops even less. And so for my latest one... I'm here in South Utah County at Springville High School, where a latecomer to the party, I shall say, just barely made his announcement as part of the recruiting class of 2024, uh, Kenny Fonohema from Springville High School. Kenny, how you doing, man? Thanks for joining me for a couple of minutes to talk about your decision. I'm good. what I decided let's let's walk through a little bit um well let's let's just kind of go through just some of what are what are some of your emotions on this early signing day now that the recruiting process is over you've sent in the facts you you've made your decision public uh you're officially going to be enrolling joining a couple of teammates of of former teammates of yours uh in Provo we'll get to that in a minute but what are just kind of some of your emotions as it's as the process is finally over I guess it's a huge relief. Um, I'm glad that it's finally all over. Um, I'm just eager to get started with BYU. So what? Let's let's go there. So you're you're gonna enroll as part of the class of 2024. Uh, defensive end, outside linebacker. I just call you guys edge rushers a little bit um, because I don't really know exactly where you're gonna fit in. If, if you're a if you're a down lineman or a, or just a just a straight up pass rusher, so an edge rusher. Um, you're coming off of the edge. You had a lot of sacks this past year, so I gotta imagine the coaching staff wants you to be there as well. Uh, what stood out about the Cougars? What did you kind of like about that staff, the environment, the university, the city of Provo, all that? What what kind of stood out to you? Um, I like how bright their future looks. They have a lot of potential to be a great school, and I think the new defensive staff really helped out with that, along with Working on a new offensive staff, I think BYU would just be great. Um, you mentioned a new defensive staff. Obviously, going into his second year uh, as defensive coordinator, uh, what what stood out to you about Jay Hill and just kind of his style and and what you were able to see of, maybe of him as a defensive coordinator this past year and and what what kind of impressed you, I guess, as he was recruiting you? So he was super straightforward. Um, I love the way that he works and that he is just super straightforward. He knows what he's talking about, and he's had a lot of experience, and uh, I love him. Um, I mentioned it before, but you're signing with a couple of classmates. Luke Nadal, the safety, he's going on a mission first, so say your goodbyes now, I guess. Um, and then Dallin Johnson, he'll be enrolling with you, another defensive lineman, defensive tackle, a whole lot of meat. Dallin, a whole lot of meat Johnson, I like to call him, because he is a big, big boy. Um, is, is is that a little bit more special, committing to the same school as a bunch of teammates, a bunch of brothers, a bunch of, of family members for the fa- past few years? Does that kind of um, 
does that kind of make maybe make the decisions just feel a little bit different, I guess, in some ways? Yeah. Um, I'll be playing with my former teammates, which will just be like an extension of playing at Springville High School because they're, they're like my family. And, uh, I can't wait to play with them. What uh, what do, what do you like about playing specifically? Let's let's start with Dallin. What do you like specifically about playing with Dallin? He's super serious. He's a little too serious sometimes, and um, doesn't have much of a sense of humor. Not really during the game time. No, I've seen him laugh probably one time the whole entire life I've been playing with him. Um, what what about what about gameplay? How do you two kind of play off of each other? Because he's I, I call him a whole lot of meat because he's just a big hunk of mass, whether he's on the offensive side or the defensive side of the ball. Obviously, he's committing as a defensive lineman, uh, but he's a lot of mass in the middle of, of that D line. Do you like playing off of guys like that who can just sort of hold their blocks and then you just come in off the edge and wreak your havoc? I do love playing with people like that. He kind of pushes um, the quarterback out to me, so he gets mad at me for stealing sacks from him. But, um, yeah, he's a great gap blocker and just a great player. What about Luke Nadolz? He's also committing with you guys tonight. Like I said, he's going on a mission first, but he'll be back uh, before you guys can go to the NFL, so you'll get, get at least one year with him. What do you like about playing with Luke, and what kind of stands out to you about him? He's a great safety DB, whatever they're going to put him at, and he stops the pass. He also gives me more time to get sacks, so <laughs> I just love him. Anybody that gives you more time to get sacks, yeah, I'm, I'm sensing a little bit of a theme here, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you guys are going to reunite with a former teammate of yours as well, Ryder Burney as a freshman quarterback, obviously. BYU, he was your starter last year during your run to the state championship. Are you excited to see him and maybe give him a little extra nudge in practice some? I am excited. Um, I hope he plays this year. He's had a lot of training. He's the most obsessed player I've ever known. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Obsessed is a really good way to describe Ryder, I think. Uh, probably a nice way. We'll leave it at the nice words, yeah. uh, too, for sure. He's he's a very obsessive player as well. Um, just uh, what what are kind of your plans, I guess, from here now that the recruiting process is over, the fax machine is um, you sent in your letter, that kind of thing. What What's sort of the rest of the year playing out? Are you thinking about enrolling early, or are you going to just sort of enjoy the rest of your senior year here? I'm going to enroll in May, after I graduate, okay. I'm going to finish out my wrestling season, and then, yeah, just pray that I play. You wrestle this year, too. I, d- I knew you used to wrestle. I didn't know you used to wrestle. What weight class are you? I'm 215. Okay. Okay. So you're also a little bit of a wrestler. I like asking this of guys, because I'm a, I'm a former wrestler. I wasn't nearly as good of a football player as you, but I've wrestled a little bit as well. What what is it about the crossover between those two sports, between wrestling and football, that seems to make it seems like football players that wrestle um, are better football players because of it in a lot of ways? Does that make sense? Like, what is it about those two sports that kind of crosses over so well? It gives them a lot of leverage, and overall, just makes them a more mentally tough person. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but you're a football first guy, right? Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I love that. Well, Kenny, I'll uh, I'll let you get going, but I appreciate you taking a couple of minutes to talk with me, and uh, congrats on your decision, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You two kind of bonded through football in a lot of ways, too, even Absolutely. despite some of your health limitations and that kind of thing. Yeah. Your wife was telling me about before his first, she embarrassed you a little bit. Not too bad, but 
before his first varsity game, he had never played center before. Oh, yeah. And you took him out of the backyard until the sun was going down and just mm-hmm. started snapping with him, yep. taking him out there. Like, so the has starting... football kind of helped that relationship, I guess? Oh, yeah. yeah. I hate it. He hated it. In the league, league. team, third, third, fourth grade, I could not tell him, Dallin, this is a football. Nuh-uh. There was another coach had a kid on his team the same way. Really? We looked at each other, and Clay said, I'll take care of Dallin, you take care of Jackson. And from then on out, like, we didn't we didn't coach our own kids. Yeah. Because I could tell him, hey, do it this way. He'd be like, Dad, you know what you're talking about. Somebody else comes and says, hey, Dallin, do it this way, just like I had said. And then, you know, I'm like, okay, done. Yeah. So, But it took a couple years. You know, it's just part of being a little kid. But um, it was, you know, I got to spend a lot of time with him. And I remember it was sixth grade was the first time I realized he lined up at offensive guard. We didn't have enough kids to run a, a defense, so I was standing there as a D-tackle, mm-hmm. and we were just doing a walkthrough. And he, the ball was snapped, and I went to walk through the hole. He just took his hand and hit it on my chest. He was 12 years old. Yeah. It knocked me back, and I thought, there's something behind that, like this. Yeah. And then after, that was in Spanish fourth because in Springville they couldn't play tackle for until they were like fifth grade. And so once we came to Springville, um, Mike Valetti, who's the Springville's uh, Dave Valetti's little brother, yeah, yeah. the head coach for the high varsity team, Mike and coach Little League, he coaches a couple teams a year. I mean, him and George. Um, and I, I ran into Mike on a job site. I worked for Questar Gas. Okay. He dug holes. You know, he worked for Landmark Excavation. And he goes, hey. I started talking to him, and I, I said something about Dallin. He goes, you have a kid that lives in Springville, plays football? I said, yeah, but it's in Sp- he plays in Spanish because Springville wouldn't let him play. And he kind of got established on a team over there. And he goes, are you Dallin's dad? And I said, yeah, how do you know Dallin? He goes, Everybody knows Dallin. Everybody knows and this Dallin. Is, this is sixth grade. And I'm going, what are you talking? And he goes, and we were in different leagues at the time. Yeah. And he goes, what day do you guys play? And I said, we play on Tuesdays. He goes, great, we play Saturdays. We'll see you Saturday. He's on our team. And we showed up to the in first. two leagues. We play on leagues. different days, so why not? Yep. Yeah. And the, um, Mike, the first practice we went to, there was um, Mike's boy was our running back this year. An absolute monster uh-huh. stud running back. And He's nobody, Bita, yeah. Yeah, yeah, nobody in tackling drills could, nobody could knock Bita back or right. tackling. And down lined up with him, first thing, and you know, took Bita out. And Mike looked at me, he goes, "He's an All-American." And I said, "Well, let's let's pump the brakes a little bit, Mike. He's a big kid." Bye, guys. And uh, but Mike, I mean Mike, since day one of knowing Dallin has been like, "That's my white son." Yeah. You know, and uh, so we've, we've gotten really close with them and the whole Valetti family. Um, Mike and George coached Allen, um, sixth, seventh, eighth. Yep. And then ninth grade, he went to varsity and then he was with Dave. and uh, Jackson. Yeah. But the whole Valetti family, uh, they're so vital to the, the, the culture of football here in Springfield. So. I see. Well, and 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 you're you're talking about this entire village that helped raise Dallin in so many ways. You mentioned yeah. that here and everything, and, and and all of that, and the way that the way that they've all kind of come together for Dallin to sort of help him grow in football and life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, obviously, with his 
homebodiness, I guess that's yeah. the word we'll yeah. use. Yeah. The homebodiness, the closest to the family. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Was that scholarship offer from BYU way back when, when you were like 12 years old? I think you were like 14 or 15. Yeah, 14. Um, was that scholarship offer at the, the school just literally 10 miles down the road? Was that almost just like a, just, I mean, just a godsend, just an absolute blessing? Just yeah. for all of those reasons, I guess? Yeah. There's no other place that I think I could thrive at like I could at BYU. Yeah. Um, you know, being close to home is huge. I love my family. Uh, I love Springville with my whole heart. Um, the coaching staff is unparalleled, you know. So, yeah, I just I don't, I don't think there's another place that I could thrive um, like I can at BYU. When you were that freshman snapping the ball to your dad on your mm-hmm. lawn, just scared to play varsity football, uh-huh. could you have imagined playing at Lavelle Edwards Stadium in front of him? No. Um, like I said, is you know when I was younger, it had always been my dream. And then you kind of get, I got to, you know, high school, and I'm looking and I'm seeing all these kids, and I'm like, okay, maybe if I'm lucky, I'll get a scholarship to to snow. Maybe if I'm lucky, I'll go to snow. You know, there's some amazing players out here, and then, you know, kind of just jumped headfirst into it and figured it out as I went, and it ended up working out. Yeah. Your dad embarrassed himself a little bit in front of the entire village while he was right before you signed here and everything. Uh-huh. So I'm going to embarrass you on his behalf a little bit. Okay. What's your dad meant to you growing up? I mean, from the snapping the ball to him to the look on his face as you signed with BYU, all of that. What's he meant to you here? Um, everything. He's my hero. Um, to be is involved as he is um you know with everything he's going through and to not give up and you know to be here day in and day out um never miss the game you know there's been some really hard days um yeah yeah everything he's it 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 seems like um Behind a, a really big, strong Division One football player, there's an even better family. Is that fair to say? Yeah, uh, not even close. Um, you know, my family's uh, so much more than uh, anything I have. Don't, uh, don't, don't downplay the role that mom in football. You wanna? I've had to uh, remind her that we're sitting around neighbors. <laughs> At games when plays don't go the way they should, she is as adamant a football fan as you will find. The most and, competitive person oh, in the stand. Oh yeah. Well, they. So mom's story now. Eighth grade, they got in a fight down in Mesquite at a football tournament. Mm-hmm. The cops showed up, and it was a big one. I got it on film. It was a big one. The cops show up, and I'm talking to the cop, and there's these two moms from the other team and they're chirping about and the, the other team started it we got it on yeah. video and these moms are they're dirty they started it they started it and I look and Lindsay is trying to fight through four people to get a hold of these moms and I'm like sweetheart you can't the cops are right here and then I look and she's circling around the backside of the cops to go get a hold of these moms so um, football and it's amazing and uh, but yeah it's it's been just our family thing we just yeah. We love it, and um, we're lucky that Dallin and then, you know, our other three boys, yeah. keep your eye open. Yeah. They'll be, they'll be, Dave, uh, since they were little, said, I love Dallin, 
that one's amazing. There's he's a once a one of a one you know generational kid. I like Cam. He's almost as big as Dan. I know. Yep. Three and it's younger. and they're and they're completely different. They play the same positions. Um, and Vic Unga watched Caden Dallin and he said, Trent. He goes, they are the same. They do the same job, but one of them's a. a Dallin's a sledgehammer and Kate's a scalpel. Because <laughs> Dallin, I don't know that Kate will ever have the just raw, I'm going to pick you up and move you and you don't have a choice yeah. that Dallin has. But Kate will fundamentally, he will set you up. He's crafty, crafty, crafty. So yeah. it's in this last ball game, even though it was only four games, three and a half games, to watch him play side by side. Yeah. Pretty amazing. So it was awesome. Now, but, last question I wanted to ask you, and then I'll let so, you guys go away. I really appreciate you guys absolutely. talking to me for a few minutes. I really sure. do. Um, uh, but now that we've embarrassed you with your family and everything else, what does it mean to be able to sign to play at BYU? Not just you, but with two of your teammates joining another one from last year mm-hmm. in Ryder. Does that make it a little bit extra, a little bit more special, I guess? Yeah, I mean, so much. Like I said, you know, it's such a strong sense of community here in Springville. Um, you know, like the phrase, it takes a village. I think Springville is, you know, the definition of a village. And so I, it's so huge, you know, to be able to stick, stick close with kids that are pretty much family to you. Um, and, you know, give Springville um, something to be proud of, hopefully. With the fans, with you with us, raise your hands. Rock up by baby, rock and navy. Shout out to my teams, wives and babies. Rock and royal, rock and navy. Know you with me. Let's get it, baby. Rockin' Royal, Rockin' Navy. Know you with me. Let's get it, baby. We goin' long, like a cougar tail. Defense hitting hard like some seashells. Get into the green, I ain't talking kale. Where that team up north, man, but oh well.